Welcome, friends, to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Yes, it's good to have you both back. Hey, thank you. I've been tired of hosting this show. It's yeah. not good for anyone. Nobody enjoys it. Noticed you uh, you inserted Brittany into the uh, mix Absolutely. last week. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's people we don't even know across the way yeah. that I'll start using. It's soon. mostly CPA offices, so it wasn't exciting. Hi, Bob Blanchard here. Welcome to the – what do you call it? The, the True Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's exciting to be here. Uh, we got to talk about annuities? Yeah. Well, it looks like you had a great 4th of July. Huh? Oh, Was that such great? Such a fun time. Love it. Such a relaxed time. Uh, terrific. Except a little humidity. I thought oh, uh, it might be good to wear a T-shirt underneath my collared shirt. Okay. Uh, to, okay. To, to, so I wouldn't sweat through. This was uh, uh, this is in Tulsa. Tulsa and, humidity. Uh, instead, it just w- felt like I was wearing a fleece coat. It was so. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm, you want. July Fourth oh, in a fleece coat. Oh, and I was. Oh. Put on some Gore-Tex and get out there. <laughs> Absolutely, that was such a good time. Fun. We headed to Payson on the fourth, and it was ninety degrees up there. Can you wow. believe? That's that's hot. That for is hot for Payson, Payson, Arizona. And it's hotter because of the the disappointment. Uh, that's, that's right. right. <laughs> and you're uh, you're higher up too. So right. when the sun starts beating it's on you, closer to you, you, you yeah. feel it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. We did the uh, parade like we do every year. Okay, you did the, your uh, traditional the, the Butler? Do they call it Butler Park? Parade or yeah, what do they call? It? What I, is it? Uh, Royal Palms. Royal uh, Palms. It's really like go. living in a small town. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, just for that is. one day. Yeah. It's so cool. They do several good. kind of events like yeah, that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And you did your traditional pulling of the back. Yeah, I yeah. did. Oh I, man, I you you hurt your back. My back up uh, bad. Yeah, but it was in the service of my daughter. So uh, well, I feel like okay. oh, those are stories you yeah. hold on to. You hold on. <laughs> and last year it was it was chasing after my son who didn't want a bath. Oh, and so oh, see? I am officially okay. Yeah, in that story. Yeah, yeah. you may need those later. Mm-hmm. I just, do. Yeah. Do you know Keep... what I did? Do you know the pain <laughs> I went through? For you kids. For you. Where are you? I can't see. My eyesight's gone, but I remember. Fresh and favorites, my friends. Uh, Yes. Fresh Uh, and favorites. Back again. Good tone. Ephesians 4, uh, 32. Ephesians 4, 32. I almost said 28, and that would have been a a, a stealing verse, I think. Yeah, let the thief no longer steal. (laughs) That's a favorite of ours. We all struggle with that, don't we? (laughs) You leave something out around us. Oh, don't even. (laughs) Uh, so let's go with 32, okay. all right? If you say so. Well, I'll read it. So it says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Love that verse. Mm. Lots of mystery in that verse. But I love what grace does to forgiveness and also repentance. But yes. forgiveness, uh, certainly this week. Yeah. I think about... Um, the processing of forgiveness and how much it helps us heal and grow. Um, not more than two weeks ago, I was with some people that were doing the analytics on the reveal study that Willow Creek did mm. that's informed mm. thousands of faith communities around the world. And what they discovered is that in discipleship, which is what they were looking at, how do people grow in Jesus, what they discovered was that the number one factor in growing was forgiveness. Huh. I, out of out of all the choices that wow. one could make, I mean, they, prayer, Bible study, every, forgiveness in terms of how that study indicated that people were growing was the number one function. 
I, I would have never guessed that, and they didn't either. But it just shows how important it is to forgive as Christ has forgiven us. Amazing. It comes up all the time. And I think one of the things we want to do in these podcasts is to talk about how grace, if we say only those who truly understand grace can face and deal with and resolve sin issues. Yes. Then what does that look like daily? And one of those is when I get stuck in the inability to forgive because I've had a theologically wrong understanding of forgiveness. And uh, Like what might that be? What might be yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. wrong it, theology well, in it, terms it, of be, – because Jesus forgave, you should do it. And now, now let's, no let's matter get with what it. you – let's yeah. go. Let's do it. And so I can – manufacture something that I don't believe in my heart, mm-hmm. that yeah. I haven't trusted yet, and then I discover later uh, it didn't work. I'm right. more resentful. I still feel bitter. I still feel uh, the, the other person hasn't owned their stuff. I want them to – all that. Yeah. I, I become mm-hmm. judge and jury. All of that which comes from a uh, manning up yes. of a forgiveness. and. And to discover that Jesus isn't asking for that at all is incredible to see. It could also happen, and I think that it's happened to me, was like, well, we said we were living in grace. If you had understood grace, you wouldn't have sinned against me that way. Therefore, I shouldn't have to forgive you in this way. I've been there, and I'm sure that other people have been there with me and or, – or, We've we've sure, seen videos. I mean, yeah, I mean no, no, yeah, none of us not, have really been have. there. No, you know. no. Yeah. Uh, theoretical, certainly. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I've been there at times. Yeah. And realize, okay, that's not what quote unquote understanding grace means. Yes. Well, it, forgiveness, just like repentance, is a gift, and we got the first gift when Jesus says, you know. Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. They may have planned this out, but they don't know what they're doing. And every forgiveness afterwards is a redemptive gift. Mm-hmm. And apart from the cross, they're, they're, we don't get cleansed. We don't get healed mm-hmm. when we go through this forgiveness. And we certainly can't fix ourselves and reconcile ourselves apart from the cross. So this forgiveness is a mystery but it's also very practical. And what are some of the practical things that you think about when you go through a process of forgiveness? Yeah. Well, the very first thing as you, as you were talking, I was thinking about we think forgiveness will let the other person off the hook. And so we're unwilling to do it until they grovel yeah, enough, right. until they respond enough. But there is a forgiveness that I do that is to let me off the hook yes. before anything can happen between me and you. There, there's a forgiveness that Man, says, I forget that. Oh, yeah. it, oh. It, we, we call it in the cure, that vertical forgiveness that says, God protects the humble and stands against the proud. And so it's, it's the moment I think, God, you're not taking care of this enough or right or that you don't care enough. I will defend myself. In that yeah. moment, he says, I I have to let you wait until yeah. um, you get tired enough of this. And so it's, it's almost like that sense that I become embedded 
with hooks. That's it. The, these weights of my own choosing, I get sick by my inability for, to, first of all, allow myself to forgive for my benefit, to say, God, this has nothing to do with that other person. But um, I'm saying to you that you are, you are the only one designed to handle my sin. Yes. That, that if I try to handle it, it will make me sick. It is an acknowledgement, God, you're big enough, strong enough, able enough to handle my sin and vindicate me, defend me, protect me, justify me. But it's scary to do that. It so is. We, we just have to admit there's, there's nothing uh, that, a, that a human being endeavors to do uh, more, maybe difficult at first, than trusting God with these things that seem like the most important uh, area of our lives. That's right. And so that would be why it's intentional that when you guys wrote this, you wrote forgiveness and repentance. Yes. Because it, most people, repentance and forgiveness, that's the only order. And we are saying that it's for my benefit that I get this gift of forgiveness so that I can... I can all kinds of good things that can happen. Yeah. That you just said, and so sometimes repentance does come before forgiveness. Great, but it doesn't have to in the beginning for me to start getting free from the poison. That's right. And then you get to forgive for their benefit when they repent. That's right. So the order is so true. You, you when you stop drinking the poison, you regain an objectivity that you could not have before because that lack of forgiveness. Uh, keeps you so subjective and, you know, so much in a vengeance kind of mode, a payback mode. It's just poisonous to the soul. Yeah, we, uh, we say, um, if I'm the one who has been hurt, the antidote is forgiveness. And the one who has hurt the other, the antidote is repentance. Yes. So as long as I'm in that place where I haven't taken the antidote, I will do some other bizarre, weird, <laughs> twisted yeah. expression of trying to uh, blame, attack, weird moods, uh, all those gossip, any of those things that I do to try to defend myself. But once I have admitted to God and talked to him again and started to express to him, this is how it hurt. Because part of it is I've lost communication with God in this area because he and I aren't talking in this area. And so the humility that allows me to come to a place to say, oh, God, I really got hurt. And it felt like this. And, and there was more than one consequence. It, it has affected my job. It's affected my friendships. It's affected my marriage. It's affected how, how my kids see me. It's affected drain on my energy. And that's so important to say, because most people, when they think of forgiveness, they think of forgiving for the act that's right. that Single was done act, against. And they, and they wonder why it didn't go away. Yeah, because really, the consequences are most often more severe than the act itself. Well said. And so if I don't learn to forgive for the consequences of that act in my life, I, I, somehow I still have those barbs in me. And it takes just, time to get in touch with those. Yes. Sometimes I have to write them down. Sometimes I have to just even do it over a process of time to say, God, oh, I remember this. Yeah. And, and this also happened. And 
but it, but at the end of the day, is saying, God, are you big enough to handle what's been done to me, even though it doesn't seem like you're doing it in the time I would like it, uh, even though that person doesn't seem to be paying uh, his dues for what he did mm-hmm. or her her dues. Um, it's 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 admitting, God, you're so big, and you're in control of my world, and you love me, so I can trust you with this, and I'm no longer going to play judge and jury. And it, it is a, I really do think the angels watch when we do this yeah, one because it's too. a, it's a, I'm in the, I feel like I'm in the middle of it right now where I'm going, John, remember, this is still true. It will make you sick if you. If you want to hold on to this, it will make you sick. So um, it's a beautiful day when we come to that place. Absolutely. It is uh, the most freeing, most mysterious gift of grace that you can possibly imagine. And uh, we pray that for all of you listening. If you are struggling with this area, you're stuck. Should we handle the second half of this maybe next week? Let's do it. Let's do it next, next week. week Let's do it. A lot more to say on this. Oh, and massive. But, but that first part that we're at right now is crazy big, just yes, crazy beautiful. And you out there, tell us, how often do we deliver when we say that we're going to do something the next week? I mean, you just, you just <laughs> check in next week. It's so see if we, easy for us now. to say that, isn't it? And next, let's do this in Swedish <laughs> yeah. next week. Really Join us. See you next week. Bye-bye.